Welcome back to the AIM podcast, guys. I'm excited because this is a special episode. And for many people that have been following along the journey of the AIM podcast, will know that this one's going to be a little bit different. The way we're going to structure this is a little different because today I'm not joined by a guest. I'm actually doing this episode solo. And I'm really excited about it because as I reflect on where I feel like God is calling me, as I reflect on where there are opportunities to grow and step into things that I'm excited about, one of them is speaking. One of them is is continuing to find ways to bring you guys additional value and, and build this community of like-minded people that are just looking to get a little better every single day. And with that being said, I, I feel this calling to start producing more solo episodes where I can just try to share value with you guys. What I'd like to start doing is releasing solo episodes on Mondays, and we'll continue to have our our guest interviews, which I love, and I'm so grateful for the incredible guests that come on the show that that you know give us their time and their knowledge and their value, and you know they're so so kind to just come on and share that with us, and we'll continue to have those on Thursdays. But my goal is to start having solo episodes on Mondays to just kind of get the week started off with some encouragement, some motivation hopefully some value for all the people that tune in and listen to these. My goal is to take things that I'm learning from, experiences that I'm having, events that I'm going to, conversations with different people on and off podcasts, things that I'm learning through my quiet time with the Lord, and even in my training. There's been a lot of things recently that I've discovered about myself through training, through physical training. And so with that being said, I would love to take the time on Mondays to give you guys just some nuggets, some value, and whether that's in form of, you know, the form of actionable steps that you can implement into your life, whether that's in the form of exposure to stories or experiences, I think both of those things have a ton of value. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to kick this thing off with actually a two-part um, episode series. We're going to call this God Answers Prayers. And this is going to be part one. And next week we'll be doing part two. But I want to share with you guys something that's been happening in my life recently. And that has been just the tremendous presence of the Lord answering prayers that I have prayed. And, you know, for all of those people listening today, I want you to know that I believe wholeheartedly in in Jesus Christ. And that he's my Lord and Savior. And that God has restored me and given me an identity in him and a purpose and a calling on my life that I didn't have before I truly believed that. And I've lived a a portion of my life where I was a Christian and I would call myself a Christian, but I was not walking with the Lord. I knew about God, but I didn't know God personally. And there's a huge difference there. Um, And I also recognize that we might have people listening to this that aren't uh, believers and that is okay. And I'm not here to you know, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to pressure anyone. All I'm here to do is to share my story and to share what I believe. And, you know, my hope and my prayers that it helps someone that needs to hear it. And so we're going to dive into that. But like I said, over the last few months, there have been this, um, this huge transformation in my heart and just this excitement, the way I've seen God answer some prayers in my life and to, to dive into things. You know, the one thing I want to talk to you guys about is this prayer of God opening doors to help me grow my community. And, you know, what I've learned is that the people you surround yourself with make an enormous impact on your life, on your character, 
on the direction that you're gonna go. And so it's so important for you to be cognizant of that and to be very mindful of the people that you're entering in your life, the people that you're giving authority to make an impact on you, to make an influence on you. And so that is what I was praying about. I was praying for God to open up doors, knowing the importance of community, to open up doors to meet other like-minded believers that were you know, in the same sphere that I was operating in, business, fitness, you know, entrepreneurship. And for me to get a chance to connect with like-minded people that were rooted on a foundation of Jesus and, and not things of this world, while I do believe it's important to work with different kinds of people and interact with all kinds of people from all different backgrounds, when you put someone in your life that has authority, that has influence, I would argue that you want to make sure that person is aligned with what you believe because quickly they will be able to make an impact and they'll be able to make an influence in you. And so, you know, that was my prayer. And to see God's hand, to see the way he moved in that prayer um, gave me the confidence and the courage to share this message with you guys and to actually do this on a podcast. But I'll tell you guys kind of a story of the way this all looks and the way that I saw the answer start to unfold. I was super fortunate to get to go to an event in October called Running Man. Running Man is a is a running festival put on by a group called All Day Running Company, which is a really cool a really cool group, a really cool community that's being formed around the concept and idea of making running a fun thing. I like to run. I enjoy it. I know there are times where it gets really challenging and difficult, but I've seen the impacts that running's had on my personal life, honestly, on my physical um, my physical health, my mental health, but also my spiritual health and, and well-being. And I've seen the way that God's worked through running. But regardless, this community has come together to make running a fun thing, to make it a community thing, to make it a social thing. And through that experience, you get to meet a lot of really interesting people. But while I was down there in Georgia, I had a chance to interact and meet some incredible people that play a huge part in this story. The first one being a guy named Alex Hill. Alex is an entrepreneur. He owns an incredible business, Florida Coconut. He's down in Florida for the most of the time. He does travel and goes to events like Running Man. But he owns this incredible company where essentially, and I'm sure there's more more complexity to it, but my my guy sells coconuts. And um, he has a, a huge heart for serving others, for helping people, for helping people have better health. And obviously there's a ton of health benefits to drinking coconuts with hydration and all the different things that that occur. But he makes it an experience and it's a memorable experience when he comes to an event and he's handing you a full coconut with a straw to drink out of and enjoy. So I, I run into this guy, we're at Running Man and we start talking. We actually have a few mutual friends and I knew of him but had never spoken to him or never met him in person. But once I saw his setup, when I saw his shirts, life is better with coconuts and all this stuff, I knew this was the guy and I wanted to come say hello. And so as I approached him, we started to we started to chat. I started to share a couple of the mutual friends we had and man, we just started to hit it off. And it was so cool to see um, just God working that conversation. I truly believe that God aligns divine interactions to occur when, when he's trying to ha- get something to happen. And you know, Alex and I started talking. I started uh, sharing a little bit about myself. He was telling me more about his story. And one thing led to another. And we started talking about Jesus. And we started talking about our, our testimony. And 
I come to find out that he's a, an army veteran. He served in our military, so I'm super grateful for his service. But he started to talk about his story and the way that God moved in his life. And we're just getting deep now. Like once the walls are down, you start talking about Jesus, things get really exciting. And we start to have this conversation. And then I start to share my prayer with him. I start to share this prayer that I'm like, man, this is so crazy. We're connecting. Like I've been praying about meeting other entrepreneurs and founders and people in the health and wellness world that are Christians. And I'm really excited to build this relationship with you, bro. And through that conversation, he then says, you know, I'd love to introduce you to one of my good friends, Steve Weatherford. And to give you guys some context, Steve is someone that I've looked up to for a long time, a few years now. Would, you know, have always had dreams of getting him on the AIM podcast and, you know, you know, being around him and connecting because he's someone I look up to as a leader, as someone who has fruit in his life from his daily disciplines and his faith in Jesus. And it was so crazy to see Alex come and say, you know, he's someone that I would love to connect you with. And he's like, I'm going to shoot him a video and connect you guys. So already there alone, I'm starting to see God's hand work and I'm starting to see his faithfulness. And I'm like, okay. God is in this. God is working. So fast forward, later that night, I end up meeting another guy uh, through Alex, but we kind of have this side conversation away from everyone, and it's this guy named Connor Mead. Connor is an amazing young guy, and we start talking. We start sharing testimony, and um, I come to find out that I, I tell him about my prayer, and he says, you know, it's funny you say that because I've, uh, I work, I've worked for this guy for, for you know, four or five years full-time. I was his assistant. I was his executive, you know, head of his operations. I was very involved in his life, and his name is Steve Weatherford, and I'd love to connect you with him. Let me send him a video. And so now I'm like, okay, this is getting weird, and now Alex is back in the picture, and we're all having this conversation, and I've got, you know, multiple people now saying that, you know, Doug, you should be connected with Steve Weatherford. I'm going to send him a video. I'm going to, you know, on on my personal reputation, I'm going to share that I think this will be a great introduction to make and get you guys connected. So like, this is crazy. This is crazy. Look at the way God is moving. And so long story short, I end up getting in touch with Steve. Steve sends a video saying, Doug, I think the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us something. I think there's a reason that we are supposed to be getting connected after numerous people have been sending me video messages about, you know, us coming together and meeting. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, I think the Holy Spirit is speaking. And um, he, I'm never, I'll never forget this. He, he also mentioned an African proverb and he said, when the student is ready, um, the teacher will come, the teacher will find him. And I think there is so much truth and um, wisdom in that. And I think there's a lot of times, guys, where we want something, we desire something, um, but we're scared to put ourselves out there. We're scared to have that faith. We're scared to make that step. And I truly believe if you're ready to take that step, you got to have faith and you got to step out and you got to go for it. And I truly think things start to open up. Think, you know, doors start to open when you go in that direction and when you go that route. And so, you know, I got a chance to connect with Steve. Steve connects me with Pierce, uh, Pierce Shaw, who is an amazing young guy. And uh, he's his full-time assistant currently. And, you know, Pierce in his own right is an incredible athlete, an endurance racer, and another strong believer. And so quickly off the bat, I'm overwhelmed by just this influx of Christian community. And as these relationships start to form, these opportunities arise. And I was, you know, super fortunate to get an invitation to come out to a, an event at Steve Weatherford's home in Texas, in Frisco, Texas, 
called his Launching Pad events. This is an intensive um, event that he that he hosts at his house with a with a small group of guys that are looking to just stir up that fire in their heart and you know really align with a strong community and just really get disciplined in what they feel called to do and what God has called them to do. And so, literally within a week of meeting on these guys, I I'm planning out this trip to make a uh, make a trip out to Texas and come you know be a part of this event. And so. That is just a crazy story I wanted to share with you guys of just seeing the way that God's moved, how he's answered a prayer. And after that Running Man event, before I went out to Steve's, I came back to my house uh, in North Carolina and I got in the Word and I've been reading through the book of Matthew this these last few weeks. And I came across this, this story in, um, in Matthew 21. It's Matthew 21, 18 through 22. I'm going to actually read it to you guys. But essentially, this is the part where Jesus curses the fig tree. And so I'll start reading in verse 18, and I'll I'll kind of share some of the insights and some of the things that I gathered from this. But it says in 18, Early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, they asked. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to that fig tree, but you can also say to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Guys, when I read that, and I had that encounter with these guys at Running Man and getting connected with Steve and Pierce and seeing these opportunities unfold and getting invited out to this launching pad event and getting invited to go run this 100-mile race with all these incredible Christian men. I'm like, I just want to have faith. I want to have faith that's so great that is fully invested in just giving it to God and believing in my whole heart that He is faithful And that parable just reminded me of how important it is to not only pray, but to pray in a way where it is rooted in faith and belief, full belief. And so there was just so much encouragement in reading that. And I just want to make that clear to you guys. Like if there is something in your life that you feel called to pray about or you're looking to, to speak to God about, do it, but do it in a way that you mean it. Do it in a way where you truly believe in what you're declaring, what you're asking God, because I truly believe that prayer is so powerful, but we have to pray in a way where there's true faith in our prayers. And so I get invited to this event, like I told you guys, I'm going out to this event with with Steve Weatherford. Again, this is, guys, this is like a legitimately like a week or two after I meet this guy and um, I get connected with him. And I'm at this running event, and now I'm going to Steve's house, and I'm expectant now because I'm seeing God's hand. I'm seeing him move, and now I have this expectation of like, God, look, you're in this. You are clearly in this. This is not all an accident. This is not a coincidence. Like, your hand is in this, and I'm not sure exactly what you're going to do, but I'm expectant. I'm expectant to see you move and your faithfulness continue to unfold. And so getting a chance to go to that event was life-changing, guys. I couldn't speak more highly of the experience. If you're a, if you're a male who is looking to 
have that similar experience, they actually do these, I believe, once a month. And so I'm happy to um, connect you guys if, if this is something you're looking to do. So shoot me a message, um, a DM or whatever, and uh, I'd be more than happy to give you more information or share more details about how you can get involved if you're looking to attend a launching pad. But out of this you know, full experience throughout this day that we had at his house, there was so much to gain from, so much to learn, so much to soak in, but there's two main things that I really wanna share on this particular episode that I think will be really valuable for you guys as listeners. And again, there was a lot to learn, but the two things I wanna to touch on are the importance and power of community and the people you surround yourself with. We've, we've touched on that earlier in this episode, but we really dive into that here at this launching pad event. And I wanna share some things that I learned from Steve and the other guys at the event. And the second big thing that I learned and that we really touched on is the power of discipline and what it looks like to truly be disciplined in your life and the impacts that can have. And there's a lot to unpack there as well, but those are the two things that I'm gonna jump into now. One, talk about community, and then talk about the power of discipline and what that looks like. One of the quotes that was said from Steve about community, and again, this is just like, you you gotta really be aware of the people in your life because this statement is so true. Your alignment determines your assignment. I'm going to say that again. Your alignment determines your assignment. Now, what does that mean? Alignment can mean a lot of things, but in one context, your alignment with the people that are in your life, the people that you align yourself with, have a massive impact on your assignment and the outcome of the things that you do in the direction that you go. And so I think it's so important, again, to make sure that the people in your life, the people that you're aligning with, match up with the values that you have for your life, the beliefs that you have in your life. The things that you're trying to, you know, accomplish should be similar to the things that the people around you are trying to accomplish. Not saying you guys have to have the exact same goals, but again, there has to be this foundation that you're building off of that is similar enough where you're able to grow and you're able to bear fruit and the people around you are pushing you and encouraging you and stretching you and challenging you in the way that you're looking to grow and become better. And so that was a really powerful statement that was shared as he explained what that meant and it just gave me that great awareness and reminder that there is so much power in community. And the next thing that I wanna share with you guys is the importance of having three types of people in your life at all times. In the Bible, there are these different people that they kind of use as examples for this, but I'm going to explain what that means. At all times, we should have a Paul in our life. We should have a Barnabas or mini Barnabas in our life, and we should have a Timothy in our life. Now, for some people that may be more familiar with the Bible, they recognize kind of what this means, but maybe you haven't you know, been as... Um, into the word. And so I'm going to explain a little bit about what those names mean and who these people represent. First off, a Paul in your life, if you're looking to have a Paul in your life, you're looking for a spiritual leader, you're looking for a mentor, you're looking for someone who has authority to speak into your life and share wisdom and to challenge you and to push you to grow and become the best version of yourself that you can be. You're looking for someone who 
typically, not always, but typically is older than you, that has more life experience than you, who has been following the Lord longer than you have because they have that, that deepened relationship of, of faith that's been grown. And so those are people that you should have in your life. People that bear fruit. There's an incredible verse in the Bible, Galatians 5, 22 through 23, that says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against these things. These guys are the fruits of the Spirit and when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, these are the kind of fruits that you should bear in your life. So when you're looking for a mentor, when you're looking for a leader, I would strongly recommend that you allow someone to come in your life and, and have authority that also bears fruit. It's easy for people to talk about, oh, I've done this and I've done that and I've built this business and I've done this accolade. But what does the fruit look like in your life? Do you have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? Are you demonstrating these things? Because when it comes down to it, and this is what I learned, and this is why I started praying this prayer, I was yearning, I was, I was seeking out a leader, a mentor, a community of people that bared the fruit of the Spirit because I don't want to be consumed by the patterns of this world. I don't want to be consumed by people that are living a life that is identified with the world and of the world. I want to be around people that, that love Jesus and that are using the faith that they have in him and the Holy Spirit that's within them to produce fruit that is powerful and that can impact and change lives for the kingdom and not our own self-desires and our own self-fulfillment. So that is what it looks like to have a Paul in your life. The next category is a Barnabas. So a Barnabas is someone who can come alongside of you and encourage you. So think of this as a great friend, as someone who can know what you're going through and that you can talk to and that you can confide in. And they're going to support you. They're going to encourage you. And they're going to keep you going. They're going to keep you ignited. They're going to keep you fired up because they believe in you. And so it's so important to have brothers and sisters alongside of your journey that know what your mission is. They know what your goals are. They know what God's called you to. They know what you believe. And they are giving you encouragement. They are pushing you. They are trying to make you be the best version that you can be. They are a lot of times challenging you as well because they know what you have in store and they want to be that support system for you. So finding, again, people in your life that can surround you and make you a better version of you. And that can keep you fired up as humans when we all go through tough times and we're down. Can lift you up and give you that, that just light of encouragement. This last group, Timothy, is someone that you should be mentoring. Someone that you should be leading. Someone that you should be taking your experiences. The value, the knowledge you have, the resources you have, the time you have, the talents you have. And pouring them into someone else to, to continue on this process and this cycle. And it's so important that as you grow and you have this spiritual maturity and this maturity in your faith, that you then carry it on and make an impact just as someone did to you. And so there are these three buckets that you should have in your life when we're talking about our community. Someone speaking into your life, leading you. Someone encouraging you. And someone that you're encouraging and speaking into. Ideally, you have multiple people in these categories, but 
the key here is to, to align with people where you can accomplish this kind of community. It's truly what I believe, and it's so cool to see the way that God answered that prayer and, uh, and started to put these people in place to help me you know, do the things that He's called me to. We're not called to do this thing alone. In fact, we're, God wants us to be around other people. He wants us to be around people that are going to make us better and push us to see Him and, and grow in our relationship with Him. And so that is something that I really wanted to bring to light because it's so important and it's something that we discussed at this launching pad event and it was a huge takeaway for me. And so I wanted to share that with you guys and hopefully someone listening to this can take inventory of the people in their lives and say, are these people really aligned with what I want? Are these people really aligned with my beliefs and my core values? And here's the thing. There are people in your life that you probably have a heart for, and maybe there's not pure alignment, and maybe God's called you to be a light to them and share the gospel and just be a positive influence in their life, but maybe they're not called to have the authority to be in your inner circle, the, the circle that makes that impact that, that you become the sum of. And so it's just something really strongly to keep in mind. That you got you to gotta be mindful of that. The second big thing I want to talk to you guys about is discipline. Now, discipline is such a powerful thing in our lives that can have, you know, one of the biggest impacts on the places that we go, the successes that we have, the growth that occurs, the fruit that comes from our life. There's, you know, a lot to be said with discipline. And before I dive into, you know, some different things I learned about discipline, I want to share kind of this overarching um, topic or theme, you could say, that, that Steve shares. And he talks about it a lot, actually, but it really rocked me and it really challenged me because he talks about there's two kinds of people. There's amateurs and there's pro. And mind you, Steve is a former professional NFL football player. He won a Super Bowl with the Giants. He, this guy is, is a professional. His, his profession was to be a professional athlete prior to this, this season that he's in now as he speaks and does events and all kinds of things. But he literally was a professional athlete. And he, he says that there are two kinds of people. There are amateurs and there's, there's professionals. Amateurs make decisions based on emotions. They make decisions based on how they feel. So man, you get fired up, you're feeling good, you're making great decisions, you're disciplined, you're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing, you're doing the things you've been called to, things are great, things are going well, they're smooth, doors are opening, yada, yada, yada. But man, when you get rocked, when you get knocked down, when something doesn't work out the way you thought it was, when the deal falls through, when the door shuts, when that person goes behind your back and crosses you in business, you know, when, you're, when that friend walks out of your life, when these bad things happen and your emotions are down, and your emotions are negative, you know, what does that look like for you? And on the flip side, a professional, a professional is someone who makes their decisions based on their commitments. I'll say that one more time as well. The professionals make their decisions based on their commitments, not their emotions, but on their commitments. What are you committing to in your life? What are you trying to accomplish and what are you saying, no, 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 I'm done playing this wave of emotion game. I'm going to commit to this goal because I know that is what God has for me. I know he's calling me to something greater than to be washed around by the uneasiness of all these human emotions. I'm saying, no, listen, if God's called me to it, I'm doing it. I'm committing to it. And guess what? 
I'm going to make this thing, I'm going to make this thing happen. I'm going to see it through because there's a commitment in my life. And I know that no matter how hard it gets, that if God's called me to it, I have to have faith and I've got to push through even when I don't feel like it. So guys, that's how I wanted to set this thing up. Discipline is so powerful. And again, this ties into community because you need those people in your life to surround you and encourage you because we're not made to do this thing alone. But one of the big things we talked about was using this launching pad event to really finish the year strong, guys. We don't have, we have what, seven, seven-ish weeks left in the year? We should really be getting ready for this new year. As we attack 2024, there's, there's, there's time before the end of the year that we should not waste. We should be thinking about the disciplines that we want to have in our life, the goals that we want to have for ourselves, the missions, the visions that we have. How are we going to accomplish them if we're going to be swayed by our emotions? How are we going to accomplish them if the community we surround ourselves with are not aligned with our values and the things we're looking to build upon? And so... We talked a lot about daily disciplines. We talked a lot about different things to implement in your life. And I, you know, I went through the list that Steve shared, that Pierce shared, some of the guys we talked about this. And I kind of, through using some of the stuff that they talked about, I also kind of brainstormed and prayed on this list. But I've come up with this list of seven daily disciplines. And I'm going to share them with you guys. And these are the things that I'm going to hold myself accountable to. And I'm going to do them every single day as we finish out this year in preparation for getting my habits ready to go for the new year. But I'm going to start off by reading this list and then I'm going to talk to you guys about them. Number one, these are my seven daily disciplines. These are things that I'm going to be doing every single day. Number one is pray. Pray boldly. Pray specifically. Pray for myself and what God is doing in my life. Pray for others. Pray for my community. Pray for the people in my life. Pray that God moves in a way that only he could get the credit for. Pray boldly. So that is the first thing I'm going to do every day is pray. Speak to my Father. The second thing is read. Read the Word. Get in the Word. Guys, one thing that I've learned over the course of being a believer and and truly believing in Jesus is that the Bible is not just a book. I, when, I grew, when I was growing up, I, I legitimately thought the Bible was just another book and that, yes, it was a good book. It was what we were called to read. It was, you know, people say, it's your guide. It's like all these different things you hear that, that are cliche. But what I've learned is that the Lord speaks through the Word and that there are things that you can encounter in the Word that God had in store for your life he had in store for that season and so i encourage you to get in the word to spend time reading the word to see the way that god can speak to you through the word through the bible and just know that it's not just a book it is a living word and it's from god this is the word of god and there's so much value in it in terms of how we can live how we can interact how we can use our life to have meaning, purpose, fulfillment, how we can have value in ourselves from Jesus alone and not from the things of this world, how we can bear fruit, how we can have endurance, how we can have hope. Guys, there's so much to, to gain from this word, spending time in the Bible. And the third thing on my list of my seven daily disciplines is worship, is worship. There are so many things that come from worship. There is so much power in worship worshiping God 
And I think when people hear the word worship, I think they normally jump right to music. And I think that's an amazing way to worship. I think we can really worship the Lord through worship music, through music that honors Him, through singing, through our praises. But I think worship is anything that honors God. And I think there's a lot of different ways to worship. And I think people have different ways they enjoy worshiping, whether it's speaking, whether it's, um, you know, spending time with other people together worshiping. Like there's, there's a lot of ways that we can worship. I do believe that worship music is powerful. But one of the best ways to drive out anxiety, depression, negative things that we encounter, things of the enemy, is to worship. It's to stop what you're doing, throw your hands up, and just say, God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for the promises that you have made us, the faithfulness that you have, and just worship. That has been one of the most game-changing elements of my faith is just having a chance and prioritizing worship with the Lord Number four, train daily. There's a lot of ways to train. You can train your mind. You can train your spirit. I think there's a lot of value in physical training. I think there's a lot of value in physical training. And this is actually one of the things that we really touched on because one of the things we did at the event, at this launching pad event, was we did 700 lunges. 700 lunges. Now, some of the people listening to this show are pretty ambitious and they're fit and they're like, oh, that's, you know, that's whatever. But for the majority of people, myself included, 700 lunges is, is definitely a challenge. And I think one thing that's really cool that Steve talks about is dominating the flesh and, and dominating our body. Because a lot of times what we see in life, our temptations, our, our flesh wants to dominate us and our, our flesh wants to make decisions um, and do the things that it wants, where in reality, we have to control our body. We have to control our flesh. And so the more you train physically, that is you go and say, hey, no, 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 you don't, you don't work for me. Sorry, I don't work for you. You work for me talking about our body. You know, one of the, the pastors at Steve's church talked about that a lot and just about the fact that our body's similar to the relationship he has with his truck. Alone, without a driver, without him in it, the truck can't go anywhere. But when he jumps into that truck, he can drive that thing and he can use it for the different intended resource, the intended purposes it has to, to deliver resources or to do whatever he needs it to do. But essentially, the point is that he is in control. And so, you know, that is one of my daily disciplines is to train physically. I think God can speak through training, through discipline with your, with your body. There's a lot of scripture talking about how our body is our temple and we're, we're called to honor the Lord with it. I think the way that we train physically impacts every area of our lives, our mentality, our mindset, our relationships, our work, our businesses. These things all tie together, guys. And so it's really important that we're training physically. Number five is to develop myself. This can take many forms, some of them being reading books, listening to podcasts, having conversations with new people in my life or existing people that can share new wisdom and expose me to new ideas, going to events, engaging in experiences. There's so many ways that we can develop ourselves, but we should have a consistent and a constant desire to develop ourselves and become the best version of ourselves we can and not just coast through life. It's so easy to wake up and just say, oh, today's another day. Let me see how fast I can get through this day and then go to the next day. 
We got to make the time we have count. It's not promised. And so for you to take the initiative and the ownership over your life to say, I want to, I want to be the best that I can be. I want to grow. I want to find out more ways that I can be pushed and challenged and gain more knowledge. These things are so important. Find ways to develop yourself. Number six, encourage others. This is something that I'm personally very passionate about, but I think all of us can find a way to do this in your own right. For me, the way that looks is sending out video messages to people, send voice memos to people, send texts, call people, FaceTime people, comment on people's posts, write people letters. Find ways that you can be an encouraging light and a positive light in people's lives every single day. This can be done in person too as you're encountering people at the store. Maybe it's a random a stranger at the grocery store. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's a brother. Maybe who, who knows who it is. But my encouragement to you is to encourage others. That is going to be my my daily. That's going to be one of my daily disciplines for the rest of the year as I prep for 2024. Is I want to be an encouraging light to other people, and you never know who needs it. And as you get closer to the Lord and you pray about it, I truly believe that's when God uses you in crazy ways, and you start to get some crazy testimonies of you reaching out to someone, encouraging them, saying, "How can I pray for you?" Hey, you know what? I just wanted to send you a message of positivity today. That's all. I didn't need anything from you. I just wanted to let you know that I'm thinking of you, that I love you, and that I wanted to lift you up. And you would be surprised how many times people say, that's crazy. No way, because I needed that. I needed that today. You had no idea what I was going through. You had no idea what I've been dealing with. You had no idea the weight is on, that's on my shoulders and I needed some encouragement today. Thank you. That's where I truly believe God works. I believe God works in our obedience to, to be encouragers, to be lights to other people. So that is, that is number six. Number seven, the final one is to give thanks. To give thanks for all that he is doing, to give thanks for all that is happening, to give thanks for the opportunity to have breath to speak on this podcast and do this recording today. That is my last daily discipline is to give thanks. I think gratitude is one of the best things that we can do for just keeping things in perspective. There's so many times where as humans, we can get caught up in comparison. We can get caught up in just thinking about the things that we don't have. We can get caught up in unfortunate circumstances or you know hardships that we're going through. But no matter what, there's always, always, always something to be thankful for. And that is one of the best ways to overcome a hard time is to shift perspective and have gratitude in the midst of suffering, in the midst of hardship. And so that is number seven for me. Um, seven is a special number, obviously. But these are my seven daily disciplines. And I would encourage you, you know, think of disciplines for your own, your own self. If you want to jump in and use these seven, I would love for you to. If there's certain things in your life, you're like, you know, I need to add this discipline or maybe this one doesn't resonate with me as much. And, you know, I'd, I want to think about what I need to be disciplined in, in my own life. That's great too. But these are the seven that I prayed about. These are the seven that, you know, I really believe will help me. Those first three, the, the PRW, pray, read, worship, I think are really foundational. And, you know, I think they all have, all seven have immense value in my life. But those are the seven disciplines. So guys, I wanted to share a little bit about that event. I wanted to share about the importance of community. I wanted to share about the importance of discipline. But the big message I wanted to leave you guys with today as we wrap this thing up is to finish the year strong. 
finish the year strong. We have time left. Don't discount it. Don't just say, oh, I'm just going to watch this, kind of go through the motions and get ready for the new year. Say, no, dude, make this time count. Make this time count and let it set you up. Have big faith. Build your community. Take take real like take real like um take real observation and look into what you're dealing with, the people that you're doing life with. Like take awareness, have strong awareness of these things. Don't just let it go by the wayside and have that discipline to to grow and become the person you want to be. I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for this platform. I'm thankful for this community. And I'm thankful that we can continue to grow together every single day and growing to. And I'm really excited about these new episodes. Hopefully you guys got some value from these. If I can do anything to help you, please never hesitate to reach out. Shoot me a DM. Let me know how I can be serving you in a better way. But I'm excited about doing more of these. Next week we'll do part two of God Answers Prayers. And you'll get to see the continuation of this prayer being answered in another really exciting, cool way. And I'll, I'll be able to share some more value with you guys. But I'm going to wrap this thing up here. Um, I'm really excited for us to go into this season of preparation for 2024. And we're going to make the most of it. And we're going to have um, just a really strong awareness of what the community we surround yourself with and also just our daily disciplines. And I'm going to leave you guys too with a worship song that someone might need to hear. And this is actually one I, I got from Steve, but it's been on repeat because of the lyrics the lyrics that it declares in this song, I truly believe in. It's been a great song I've mixed into my worship with the Lord, but it's called Authority. Authority by Awaken Music. Guys, if you're still listening to the episode this far into it, make sure you go check it out. I promise you there's someone that needs to hear this song. The Lord put it on my heart to share that as we wrap this thing up. But guys, let's crush this week. Let's crush this week. Let's get after it. And as always, keep ambition in mind. Thank you.